so bad um uh-huh. <laughs> i just hot boxed myself it's so hot in this room already hey um yeah i accidentally uh uh this is embarrassing not not that disgusting fart that i just talked about but there's something else embarrassing that, that i thought was kind of funny i accidentally um sent my wife flowers over the uh-huh. internet uh-huh. like center over the internet yeah uh-huh. whoopsie daisies E daisies. Welcome to the episode of Halloween is Forever. I'm Brian. You're a fucking penis is what you are. Whoops. E daisies. You get what I'm saying there? I didn't really deliver it. I didn't really hammer it home too well, but I really cracked myself up. Uh, they're internet. They're electronic daisies. You get what I'm saying yeah. there with that one? Yeah. Um, guys, yeah. welcome. We are about to jump into a, a motherfucking mini-sode. Uh, and not only that, a special one. A special. Oh, so sweet. I don't know if you in spoiler alert, I don't know if you ins are caught up uh, on the latest episode, but your boy... Got the belt back on the last the last showdown episode, uh, which was our first episode in July. Your boy came back strong, snatched that belt right out of the clutches of this son of a bitch who had it for three straight months. Uh, and now we're about to deal out some motherfucking payback. Get ready for it. I'm excited. Um, I also am very conscious of my... Um, loud swearing we usually record this at night and i was just putting my kids to bed and my oldest daughter said daddy we can hear you yelling swear words in your office (laughs) (laughs) and i said you shut your fucking mouth um no i didn't (laughs) but um i was probably hear it in front of their face (laughs) (laughs) yeah they were uh they were laughing about it they think when daddy swears it's funny so and it is it is it's fucking hilarious guys that's why that's why that's why swearing is good it's funny it's hilarious but uh, so, so, you know, for those of you who are new to the show, I'll, I'll rehash this again for all you fucking noobs out there. All you bandwagon fans jumping on here in July, acting like you fucking own the place. Look, you got to you got to because yeah. we're on threads now. That's so true. We are on who threads, knows how many people. I, I don't know what that means. I literally have no idea. I saw you did a thread thing on our page. I'm like, I clicked on it. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Is it a whole new app? Is it something to do with Instagram? Yeah. I so it's 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 Instagram's answer to Twitter. I don't know uh, how it just whatever. Good job like, striking while the iron's hot on that one, huh? Elon, I, I I take it as that Elon Musk was such a dick to Zuckerberg at some point. <laughs> he said, fuck you. I do this now. Yeah. And then just said, we're going to do Twitter. And then it's just going to tie Instagram into it. Okay. So if you're like if you're already following us on Instagram, we already have like a big built in audience. Mm-hmm. So we're recording this one day after the app launched and we already have 300 followers. So, you oh, know, nice. Yeah, it just goes right in. OK, and so right. Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg said, don't be mean to me. Stick don't, it up. Don't your try ass, to bully Eli. me. Don't try to bully yeah. me, dummy. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, I'll have to check out that whole uh, thread thing. I heard it's a thing. I heard it, I heard it's what's hip in the streets with the youths. So we'll check it out. Um, uh, speaking of that, uh, well, let me get back to what I was saying. If, if you're new to the show, again, fuck you where you've been. Uh, but uh, here's how this works. Every damn Monday, we got some juicy, mm, succulent, sweet and spicy content for you on every damn Monday. But one Monday a month, first Monday, we do a showdown episode. Um, and, and we're about to spin this goddamn wheel here in a second for our August showdown. Uh, we spin the wheel at the beginning of the month. We get three topics. All those topics were suggested by listeners. Some of them we threw in there. Um, and then we pick three of them. We put it out on the social media. So if you do follow us on the Instagrams, if you do follow us on the Twitters, or even on the threads, I don't even know if you can vote on the threads. I just learned about the threads. But if you want to help us pick those topics or suggest topics to us, follow us on those social media outlets. Um, and then our listeners and social media friends pick one of those topics. Then... Um, we, meaning me, Steve, and our guest, pick a movie associated with that topic. In July, um, it was Nickelodeon Halloween, so it wasn't even movies. We did a bunch of TV specials, Halloween specials, and your boy took home that motherfucking strap. So the episode after that, we get to do a little punishment. So this is when I'm mm -mm, dealing out some fucking punishment, you insolent prick. Just been sitting over there for three months. Steve's just shaking his head like he can do anything. He can't. He's just got to take it after making me watch his fucking movie and watch shit movies and scat films and all type of nonsense. <laughs> I picked an absolute piece of garbage that we're going to talk about here in a quick sec. I'm sure uh, if you clicked on the topic already, um, or I'm sorry, on this episode, rather, you already know what we're going to talk about. We're talking about one of my new favorite films on the whole damn planet. 2002's HTTP colon forward slash forward slash fear dot com dot com. That's the full that's the full title of the movie, guys. And we're going to get the into international it here in a markets. <laughs> yeah, um, we are going to talk about fear dot com dot com um, here in a quick second. It's an absolute blast. Um but before that, like I said, we got a couple other things we got to do. We got to spin that fucking wheel One, while Steve gets that wheel up. We also got a Patreon. And unfortunately, we already have patrons on our Patreon, which means uh, we have now uh, instituted the promise that we have uh, set forth that really st I, res I hold Steve 100% responsible. It's his idea. He suckered me into it. He's dragging me along for this fucking ride. We'd talk about horror movies on this podcast. Y'all know that. Steve decided it would be a great idea to make me watch every single one of the Fast and the Furious movies, which I have in the past adamantly declined doing. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are doing something. Steve, tell them, tell them about it a little bit. So, I mean, hey, the, I, <laughs> I mean, I hey. Am, I'm upset that yeah. I lost the title and mm -hmm. now I had to watch Fear.com. Yep. Fear.com.com. But then I found out that we had patrons who were jazzed <laughs> about having to getting not not having to. They were getting to listen to Family is Forever, the right. new Patreon exclusive podcast with Brian and I watching Fast and the Furious films. And you know what? I feel like I, I that's how I win. 
That's how you I win. Really, you really did get the upper hand on me somehow there. Because the first day I think we launched that we announced that we had a Patreon, uh, you know, we we immediately got some some patrons uh on there, which uh uh like I said, you know, we promised if we did get patrons at that five dollar level, uh that we would we would uh engage uh with uh with family family is forever. So this is how it goes. You go to patreon.com forward slash Halloween is forever. And um, you can do two things. You can donate at a three dollar a month level for us uh, and you get some ad free episodes. And I've already promised if I meet you in person, you're going to get a firm, friendly handshake, maybe even a kiss on the cheek. Five dollars. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we, we will. Five dollars. We will. Uh, you get those things. Plus. You get to jump on the old Discord if you want, and we're going to do some live recordings and some fun little Q&As and things like that on the Discord, and you get access to that all-important extra episode every month that is Family is Forever. We're going to go in chronological order. Mm -hmm. I was hoping at least we'd go a couple months without anybody signing up for the Patreon, but unfortunately, people jumped right on that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to watch the first Fast and the Furious movie, which I do believe is the only one I've seen. Okay. I don't even I don't even I think I might have Tokyo drifted at some point just for a minute or two. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember. That's the second one, right? No, it's the third one. OK, fuck. Um, then I don't know which ones I've seen. I think I saw maybe maybe I played a video game with some Tokyo drifting that happens. I don't know. But I've definitely seen the first. OK, that could have just been a need for speed. <laughs> yeah, I might. I might just be confusing need for speed with all these movies. <laughs> um but in any case uh i have seen the first one but i'm going to rewatch it and it has probably been 10 15 years maybe more since i've seen it so if you want to jump into that and and hear me just be fucking punished by by this bullshit franchise um hop on over to patreon.com forward slash halloween is forever and uh and give us some 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 sweet sweet cash dollars and you can hear us talk about that bullshit um, if you care right. about brian at all Giving mm -hmm. him money makes him feel better. <laughs> <laughs> it would make, it would ease the pain a little bit. But as I've said in the past, and I stick to my guns and I mean this, there's no amount of money that makes this worth it for me. <laughs> um, but here we are. Um, all right. Uh, before we get that spinning wheel, you got a beer you want when you drink in there or what? I'm yeah. about to do one of these. Little thing. Ready? Uh, yeah, I got quote beer. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty pissed, and I was pretty like pissed at this movie. And this movie is such a piece of shit. Like it is so fucking bad. <laughs> I fucking loved it. So it's I decided garbage. It is so bad. Uh, and I'll I have more questions than I do have answers. But I can't wait. I decided I'm just going to get blasted this episode. <laughs> <laughs> i've driven i've driven steve to drink oh jesus christ he's going full on steel reserve big boy i got a stovepipe at 211 fuck this <laughs> you're game go you're going for broke oh that makes me so happy just driving steve yeah this is just called flipping the table like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah if if they if you would have went to the store and they were out of that i think you would have just came back and just drank mouthwash or something just to just to get really that would have been appropriate to get the taste of this piece of shit out of our mouth yeah. but 
I can't wait to talk about it. I am drinking. Uh, I'm drinking this little bad boy here, a little Sierra Summerfest, um, which they used to call a, a Czech lager. Um, but now they just call it a refreshing summer lager. Sierra Nevada is kind of, I think, wisely, you know, basically took the beers that they made that they used to call like very specific styles because styles don't matter in beer anymore. Everything is either an IPA or a sour or a different thing. Mm-hmm. Lager, IPA, and sour and stout. Those are the only styles yeah. in beer right now. Um, so like, you know, celebration became celebration, you know, winter IPA or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh see this just became refreshing summer lager instead of like Czech pills, I think is what it used to be called or something. It's still the same beer. They're just like, hey, you stupid fucking knuckleheads. We make good beer and you're too <laughs> stupid to understand what that means. So you're let's just spell it out for dumb. you in like dumb idiot phrases. Um, but it's Those still uh, became red IPA. <laughs> yeah. Shit like that. I mean, that happens all the time. Um, but here we are. And Sierra Nevada is still absolutely fucking crushing it. This is just one of the best fucking seasonal beers out there. So, yeah, I'm dipping my dipping my tongue in a couple two tree of those. Nice. Yeah. Sierra Nevada is I don't think I've ever. I mean, I can't think of a beer that I had from them that I didn't like. They are the they are in in my mind one of the world's great breweries. Maybe yeah. maybe the Western world's greatest brewery. Hmm. Like in terms of package, in terms of consistency, yeah. How amazing they are putting beer in packages. Their beer holds up in the can better than anybody. The diversity of styles they make and still make them really great. And that brewery they've had they have down in north carolina is like fucking the most impressive brewery i've ever been to nice it's just wild. um yeah i'm just a unabashed sierra nevada fanboy always have been love that shit all right so let's spin that fucking wheel what are we gonna what are we gonna get on this here spinning wheel for august guys august is my birthday month you know so i don't know if that's gonna help the wheel to to shine upon me favorably but let's see what we get Okay, well, maybe, because the first one we got was Best of Vincent Price. Oh, my goodness. Uh, That is uh, one that I think I put on there, and I love me some Vincent Price. I watch uh, pretty much anything with Vincent Price in it, good, bad, indifferent. A lot of them are awesome. He's one of my all-time favorite just performers, period, genre films or otherwise. Can we do the Batman Eggman (laughs) episodes? (laughs) Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And, and then he also they did that like rip rip off version of Vincent Price and Scooby Doo. What was his mm-hmm. name? They meant his name's escaped me. It wasn't even him. He didn't even do the voice, but it was like very much based upon him. Yeah, because it was like the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo or whatever. That's it. Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this this next one though, it uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Okay. So, okay, so it's best scenes in terrible movies. So I think it's saying, like, a terrible movie that has, like, a cool scene in it. Yes, yes, I believe that is what it is. I think a listener suggested that one, and I do kind of vaguely remember getting some clarification on it. Um, And yes, that is exactly what it means. It is, the movie sucks, but it's got, you know, one or two really great scenes in it. Okay, it's got, like, a good kill or, like some unexpected camera movement from it yep yeah Yeah. something that's really sticks with you and you're like like ghost ship right oh yeah yeah yeah. like ghost ship that opening scene 
fucking legendary. The whole rest of the movie, dog shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that that I think that's kind of the spirit of what that one was uh, about. Spirit. <laughs> Ghost shit. Yeah. All right. All right. What's next? And our third and final one. This one I'm excited for because it might win this time. Mm. It, it's come up and not won in the past, but it might win this time. All right. Best of Roger Corman. Roger Corman. Okay. That, I mean, that's, that could, we could go in a million directions. So he's just got so many fucking movies. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like, I feel like this one, Roger Corman might win this time because mm. Joe Bob Briggs is doing the whole big celebration. Yep. Uh, you know, like celebrating 70 years of Roger mm. Corman. So just saying audience. Yeah, yeah it's, saying. it's 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 right on, you know, it's 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 in the zeitgeist, guys. So many good movies to, to choose from there. So I like all three of those topics. I'd be really excited to do any of those. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. So once again, best of Vincent Price, best of Roger Corman, and then uh good scenes and bad movies. That'd yeah, be fun as well. Yeah, they're all good. They're all new. Mm-hmm. Not like we haven't done any of these before, so I'm pumped. Get ready for that sweet, sweet, juicy content, guys. In August, that'll be for August. So in the uh, in the coming week here, check us out on the social medias. Usually on the Instagram stories and then uh, in the Twitter feed, uh, we'll do a little little quiz on there uh, or a little poll, and you can select which one you want. Uh, we'll tabulate all those votes up from the two platforms and maybe in threads. Again, I don't even know what the fuck that thing does, yeah. uh, but we'll ta- we'll tabulate it um, and then we'll tell you uh, which one of those we're going to pick. And then the next episode, we'll tell you what our picks are going to be. We also will tell you who our, um, uh, 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 our, our, our next guest is going to be. Um, we don't we don't even freaking know that yet. So that will be exciting as well. I might know. I might. Oh, know. yeah. I might we already know. got somebody. Yeah, okay. I might. Know. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Without any uh, further ado, let's get into this fuck. Guys, we are going to talk once again. Let me remind you, this is Steve's punishment. He deserves this, so we need to let it really sink in. We need to rub his nose in it. This is 2002's The Meanest Face. You guys can't see it. He's just got a sour damn face right now. We are going... Ooh. But they with. can see it if they pay five dollars for the rascal <laughs> tier on Patreon.com. Okay, that's yeah, the last time I'm five, done. <laughs> five dollars, you can see Steve Sourpuss. Um, Fear.com.com, guys. Um, so this uh, movie, like I said, is from 2002. This movie is horse shit, um, but it. I had a lot of fun with it. It's so fucking bad in so many ways, and we'll talk about it. Let's go real briefly through the cast because there's really only like three cast members that maybe four that actually matter at all. Um, the the stars of the movie, you've got one Mr. Uh, Stephen Dorff. And, you know, if you know a Stephen Dorff, you probably know him from Blade. He's been in plenty of other things. I know him from Blade. You know him from Blade. Let's not fuck around with it. He's been in other things. Um, then we have... Someone who I wasn't that familiar with, but I, I recognized her face, but I've just not really seen much with her in it. I, I mean, I've seen the Truman Show. I didn't really remember her as being, you know, one of the you know main characters in the Truman Show. It's been a lot of years since I've seen that. She's in a lot of things, but not much I've seen. Natasha 
Macalone. Sure. Macalone, I yeah. think it is. Yeah. Um, go with that. She sucks. <laughs> She's so fucking bad in this movie. I'm sorry. I don't know much about her. I couldn't name anything else besides the Truman Show that she's been in. She's so fucking bad in this. I can't believe it. Then we got Stephen Ray, who's an excellent actor, uh, but not in this movie. Oh, no, not in this movie. He's fucking... <laughs> he really genuinely a good actor, but he sucks so hard in this movie. It's unbelievable. This, uh, uh, this is like also out of his. I don't want to say it's out of his range, but it's out of what he commonly does. He does. Yeah, he's very British. Yeah, he's ultra British. Um, and then his character's name is Alistair Pratt, the most British sounding name. <laughs> but then they give him this fucking. I don't even know where that accent is supposed to be from. It's horrible. Um, his acts, his American accent. He's got like a regional American accent that I genuinely don't know what he's going for. I thought he was like going for Dutch. I <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it reminds me of like midwestern like is, is he trying to sound like he's from like chicago and then other times it sounds like he's trying to be from like new jersey yeah um i i it's so bad it's unbelievable it's all over the place uh you know we've got some other faces uh in here is it kier udo kier yeah udo kier hi I, ne- I never know how to i know i always forget how to pronounce his last name you've seen him in a million things a lot of bit parts and then you've got the great Jeffrey Combs, who is just completely wasted in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, play, plays a fairly minor role. Um, really, 90 percent of the people you're going to see on screen are are Stephen Dorff playing Detective Mike. Uh, and then you got Terry is who uh, Natasha McAlone is playing. And then Stephen Ray is playing the doctor, which you learn his name is Alistair Pratt, whatever. Yeah. The doctor is what they refer to Matt, you know, through through the whole film. So. It's it's been so long, like, and I don't even know if I saw this whole movie. I feel like I shut it off the first time I saw it. Um, but like it's been so long, like when it first introduces Terry, I was like, Oh, is that Lily Sobieski? And then I <laughs> yeah, looked it I, up and I was like, That's not Lily Sobieski at all. <laughs> no, no. Um she she uh is genuinely genuinely awful i it, she's definitely one of those people that like i've seen her before in other things and just didn't really think that much about it like never really made a huge impact or anything mm-hmm. and i haven't seen enough but this is genuinely terrible um this guy um did direct one episode of masters of horror which i don't know which one he he directed uh by the way the director on this one is uh is william malone miguel billy billy malone um he also did the uh, 1999 remake of House on Haunted Hill, which uh, I saw in the theaters and the uh, electric, the power went out um, <laughs> when I was in the theater. I think we I told that story an episode a ways back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I never saw the ending like the power just went out. They gave us a refund and I never saw the ending. Um, he has done a lot of TV. I mean, really n- not not a lot. Oh, he did direct uh, uh, three episodes of the uh, Freddy's Nightmare TV series yeah. from the late 80s, early 90s. So there, there's something there. I feel like that's what uh, he used to carry because he did three episodes of Freddy's Nightmares and then mm-hmm. one episode of Tales of from the Crypt. And mm. I feel like he just. Oh, leaned. yeah, yeah. There it is. OK. Yeah. Two episodes, this says. Oh, OK. Yeah. Two episodes. Sorry. I was looking at mm. it, It's all like one and two on this. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. he just uses his like one and two TV credits to propel him to <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, some feature stuff. I mean, I think really, you know, his probably 
as far as the, the his biggest budget uh, scenario here was really in the late nineties and the early two thousands. I mean, House on Haunted Hill was like a bit, a, I think, a pretty big release. It had mm-hmm. some had some names in it. Got a super wide release. Um, he did a TV series in 2000, just one episode he directed called the others. I don't know what that is. And then fear.com. And then he has not directed any, he doesn't have any directing credits since 2008. That's okay. Yeah. Which, you know, I I don't know that we're that's we're all that sad about it. Let's get into this movie. Um, the, the, the plot is almost completely nonsensical. The editing is amongst the worst editing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's unbelievable. We'll talk about a couple of them. Like it really, the editing is so bad that at some point it like it loses, it causes you to lose the plot. Almost oh, because yeah. Because the editing is so bad. Yeah, I, lo- um, I lost the plot. I got confused yeah. with characters. Yeah. I was just like, where, like it is, it is monstrous. Um, yeah. I was like shocked at how much this film is basically just like if seven in the ring had a trip to play in parenthood. <laughs> it is an unabashed. I didn't even think about seven, but you're right. They try to do that gritty. You know, they definitely are trying to bite on on seven as well, mm-hmm. which I didn't even think about. But it is an unabashed uh, rip off of the ring, which I of the And even the ring, because this would have been not long after the ring you know remake well right yeah, well here's how it goes and mm-hmm. it's it's i i looked i was just reading fear.com.com fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> trivia mm-hmm. you know because like i you know i noticed yeah it says the movie came out in 2002 and i know for a fact that the american ring came out in 2002 as well the trivia says despite numerous criticisms pointing out similarities to the ring from 2002 comma a remake of the Japanese horror film Ringu 1990, from 1998. This mm-hmm. movie was theatrically released two months before it. So they're trying to act like this movie didn't it bite wasn't. off. It, it didn't bite off the ring because it came out before the ring. But that's after a, that's a Corm, Corman move right there. Yeah. But <laughs> after the ring, re, it, it's after the original ring. Like there yeah. was there was even a South Korean remake after that but before this this movie oh i didn't know that i I, i've seen ringu and Mm -hmm. obviously i've seen the re you know the american remake yeah but i didn't know there was a korean one yeah 99 there was the ring virus so Uh, okay no i don't know that one so like this property is popular it's been around people know about it (laughs) there i'm pretty sure there was a bidding war on who gets to make the ring you know the the, american one the american one like it was directed by gore vibinski you know, yeah. like people knew yeah, about I, this. They knew it was coming. <laughs> I love that. They play it. Play. Guys, it came out before. How could we possibly? How could we you know? know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Just playing stupid thing. We'll talk about exactly why. But essentially, instead of watching a videotape and you get 24 hours before you die, um, this is you log on to a to a www. And you get 48 hours. So how could it, I mean, how could you even confuse those two things, yeah. you know? Um, but in any case, um, this movie started out, I, I did find it interesting to note, this movie did start out just in the same way the actual internet began. Um, you know, this story begins on a dark and stormy night with a man who can't keep his glasses on his face, which mm-hmm. I think that's the way the real internet started. Pretty much. Right off the bat, you get this idea 
that there is going to be some really bold and by time by by bold i mean um inept <laughs> uh cinematography and sound design decisions like <laughs> right from the beginning like from the first uh from the first scene i was shocked to realize yeah. that i was supposed to take this opening scene seriously yeah i thought it was like uh i thought it was like a faux cold open the jokey cold open yeah that's kind of what i thought too yeah and i thought um, it was gonna like turn into some sort of like like website prank video or some shit like that like yeah, something or this was gonna be a movie somebody else it felt like a movie inside a movie yeah yeah it does not feel like somebody's making an actual movie but then the next scene carries on it's like oh that was real i was uh oh yeah. <laughs> no that was a part of the plot that we yeah. just got there um udo kier um is uh is is you know kind of just stumbling through a a, a a i mean a subway down to a subway terminal and everything's wet and he's holding a bunch of stuff and it just feels almost like it was biting off of like that scene in jacob's ladder like when he's walking through the asylum or something because mm -hmm. he's like looking down these hallways he's trying to do similar angles and then there's just like a dog staring at him the dog nothing <sighs> happens with the dog um why the dog's there i don't know <laughs> for the same reason everything in this scene is there the lightning <laughs> is there because it's scary the yeah. dog is there because right. it's scary girls yeah. in a white dress just, are scary yeah there's a cujo is just hanging out in the fucking subway and they have no like there's no reason for mm -mm. it um but you do see this you know you you made mention of the girl in the white dress it looks like this child that was hatched out of an apple egg you know, she's like wearing <laughs> she she just looks like she was designed by, you know, early 2000s Apple. Yeah. Um, and she's got like a white ball and like white hair and a white dress and her hair is very like rounded. And she's yeah, it's it's very bizarre. It was Steve Jobs original idea for the Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a good computer just, joke, everybody. <laughs> computers, guys, PCs. Um, anyway, um, she's playing on the train tracks. Um, and then, you know, Udo, spoiler alert, he gets fucking waxed by the train, does not drop his notebooks, uh -uh. um, uh, which we learn, we find out that it was a book that is relevant here. But, um, also you start to get some indications that maybe like the internet made him do this, but it's very vague. You don't know why. Um, and then, uh, uh, you, you get shot over, you know, kind of abruptly to Terry, She's waking up in her apartment and there's a mouse in her slipper um, that her cat had put there. So you get like this little like not a jump scare, but she's surprised by there's a dead mouse in her slipper. And then she doesn't like throw it in the trash. She just tosses it on the ground, which I yeah. kind of thought was interesting. That's for later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, you get back over to to uh, to the, the the scene of of the accident uh where uh udo which um uh, polidori is his name he's like a professor or something anyway it actually doesn't matter that much believe it or not um but uh you know they're investigating this um you know that this this scene um and you've got detective mike steven dorf rolls in and he goes jesus christ what happened to him it's like you're on the train tracks dude <laughs> get hit by a fucking train you dickwad what do you think happened you're a detective put it together <laughs> yeah this ain't your first day you're investigating a train on a train track and there's a guy there who's on bank he got hit by the fucking train genius 
But it uh, turned out that this guy was the author uh, of, of a book about computers. I don't um, which is the single most antiquated thing on the planet. A book about computers. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. Um, meanwhile, uh, you know, um, th- there's like this. <laughs> this spooky guy doing this like point and click adventure type of thing. Apparently he's running a website. That's like, I don't know, a precursor to Twitch, but for snuff films. Um, and it, it just, it's, you know, it's 2002. The technology looks like it's from, you know, 2000 at the, at the latest. So it just looks like this weird, like wannabe creepy point and click adventure. Um, and it's so wildly, like this time around this time, you know, mid 90s to even like the 2005 ish type of time frame, I guess you got a lot of these movies where it's like the villain is the Internet kind of like I'm being a little bit tongue in cheek here. But there's a lot of movies that kind of fall in that category. And there's always a lot of like um, speculative fiction around where the Internet could take us, you know, and the scary uh, depths of of this new technology that nobody understands yet kind of thing um but honestly in this instance like guessing the future of digital technology they did a horrible job of it and they didn't really even do anything technological basically they're just like you go to a website and then it gets in your brain like that's 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 the plot like yeah. lawnmower man lawnmower man was m- way more creative and and frankly probably more accurate in the way that it like speculated on you know the future of digital technology and, and like they go through this whole scene like it i'm jumping ahead in the film but like they find they find a drunk writer to explain udo kier's uh philosophy and theory on the internet and mm-hmm. he explains it that udo kier's character thought that the internet could store energy and it could store. So like, basically they're just saying it can store ghosts. I'm like, yeah, that's not how any of this works. What are you? No, dumb? no, no. <laughs> Well, it's like, you know, it, it's almost like they could have said it was, I don't know. It, essentially that's what it is. It's the cloud. The cloud stores ghosts. Yeah. That, that's, that's essentially what's happening here. Um, but it also is through this whole like really horrible flash uh, website that they show so often because they're like really into showing off this technology. Yeah, it's a dog um, shit. New Newgrounds game is what it was. <laughs> it was re- it's really, really bad. Even I feel like for 2002, it was really bad. Mm-hmm. But um, we do get a Jeffrey Combs sighting at this point, which, uh, you know, he's the best part of this piece of shit, even though he only has a few lines. But. Um, Steven Dorff is is detective, like I said, is detective Mike and and uh, Jeffrey Combs plays Sykes. They don't even give him a first name. Mm. He's just he's just Sykes. So the doctor who you just you know you just kind of talked about who's who's unclear what his relationship to the actual website is. Um, still, after watching the movie, I think is not entirely clear. But essentially, what he does is apparently he was already an existing serial killer. So we don't get any type of like ideas about his origins or how he escalates or anything he's just a guy in a room who tortures people on uh on a webcam basically um and he they call him the doctor apparently detective mike has a long history with him which we learn very little about Um, but he's kind of like a zodiac type murderer you know that's still at large and like i said he he you know 
webcasts these these this torture and and you know live murders essentially um to all these viewers but you don't ever really see anything about how he interacts with his viewers it's just like a number and you do meet people that you know along the way that that apparently you know knew about it or or had been infected in some capacity so that's where the ring kind of thing gets into it is if you log onto this website you get infected by um i don't know a ghost that's looking for revenge that's in the website maybe um but is also part of the website and was like programmed into actually what's happening on the website so it's like it's not like it's a supernatural website it doesn't <laughs> it's a supernatural it, yeah, website it doesn't I, it doesn't make any sense because like the the idea is that i guess there's a ghost piggybacking off his website and just haunts his website and like but she's such an essential part of the experience of the site, though. But, he, but he's totally <laughs> unaware of it. Yeah. Because of how they beat him in the end. Yeah. He didn't know anything about it. It's like you host this website that has, you know, potentially, you know, thousands and thousands of, of followers that that tune in to watch your live webcasts of you torturing and murdering people. But you have never been to your website like yeah. You don't know how any of this works. You just turn on a camera and it magically goes into the Internet to all these people like he doesn't seem to be aware of the functionality of the website, despite the fact that he is like this mastermind. That's that's yes, yeah. assume funding the entire thing and, and, and has multiple locations, uh, which we'll come to learn. It's just to say there's plot holes would be like the understatement of the century. Like it's all, there's so many that it's almost difficult to even understand what's happening. Yeah. And not almost, it is very, yeah, difficult it's pretty difficult because yeah, for, for a bit, I just thought there were two websites. There was fear.com. Was it <laughs> there was fear.com.com. Right. And then there's his website. Yes. That's I, at first I kind of thought that too, but I'm like, no, because the well, we'll get into it in a second. So, okay, but the people well, okay who, hold on. Who have no, been, wait. I think I might. Yeah. I, it's not. A, it doesn't patch the hole, but I think mm-hmm. I think I know what it is. You think you think I think you I think, think you think you I know think, about fear.com.com? dot com. I think I think. So <laughs> they mention they mention the way he got away was that he changed his website. So right. So the one <laughs> Which I thought was a funny. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> which uh, he got a new website. He, he new... deleted his account, which is crazy because they also yeah. reveal like they know his full name, they know his medical history, they know everything about mm-hmm. him, and he still gets away. Like, yeah. once they knew the Unabomber was Ted Kaczynski, they got Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> not this guy, and and this guy is in like an industrial building. Like he's not out in the woods in a cabin, right. you know. Okay, but so the patch is that he got a new website. His original yeah. website was fear.com.com and he just <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah. the ghost is just stuck on there and he doesn't go back to that site. He he mm-hmm. streams on his new site. He's on he's on kick after getting suspended from Twitch. Gotcha. So he's on GeoCities yeah. or whatever now. Right. Um gotcha, gotcha. He said I got yeah, I got to move it- to Angel Fire or else the cops are going to find me. <laughs> you might be like i know that sounds so stupid but you might be right that might be what they're trying to suggest because why 
but but they, why do they never go to his website to try to find him? They only go to fear.com.com, though. They don't know to go I, to his I, website. He, but he, they know he's killed. Yo, yeah, they yeah. know he's got a new website and they know he's killing people on the camera. And they, no, 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 because here's where that falls apart is when they go on to people's computers, like, for example, Terry's boss, mm-hmm. um, they take his computer and they, you know, when they go to the computer whiz, you know, in the early 2000s, there was only every city had one one hacker computer whiz <laughs> who had like a cool room, a cool apartment. Yeah. And you took him there and then they fixed computer. They fi- made computer problems go away. That's right. They took it to her. And she looked on it and she was like, oh, all the people who are like victims or whatever, including, you know, uh, Polidori and then later Terry's uh, boss, they all went to this website, which I assume was the website he's now on because they wouldn't go to a website. They wouldn't have went to fear.com.com if it was shut down and not active. Right. Well, no, because it does come up on her screen. The the hacker girl, it comes Mm -hmm. up on her screen while she's doing her hacks. And they show the hard drive spinning and it's doing the click click and it's like, oh, technicalities. And then it shows like, oh, fear.com.com. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I don't think there's two websites. I I don't know. I, I was just trying to make a fucking patch. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it's as valid as anything else in the movie. Yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> but in any case, um, yeah, so, so um you know, t- t- taking a, a, a quick little step back, you know, we got this 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 German punk kid uh, comes, you know, gets taken into uh, uh, to to the station, you know, because he's ranting and raving and nobody speaks German. And he's screaming and all this stuff, um, and his eyes are bleeding. Uh, and you did notice that that uh, Polidori's eyes were bleeding, you know, in the in the opening scene. So um, this is where. Like the editing and the direction come together in like a uniquely stupid way. <laughs> so like what is I'm trying to remember exactly how this quote plays out, but she picks up a camera um, at the scene and she goes like, do you have a plastic bag? And then he goes, that's evidence. And she goes, yeah. Yeah. So- <laughs> So, like, so this is, yeah. So let me set up the scene here. So they go in, uh, to you know, the, there's this German student, he's screaming, freaking out, bloody eyes, whatever. Um, he ends up dying in his, you know, holding cell and he puts on the wall in his own blood, apparently, I don't know, murderer 48. So well, that's, a, that's after, that's after they get the camera. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Uh, so he's still in his holding cell, whatever. Yeah. No, th- this, uh, and they this go is to his just, apartment. Yeah. It's just weird detective work because he comes in screaming, carrying on, bleeding from the eyes. Mm-hmm. And they, Stephen Dorff goes, Well, get me a translator. And usually it just kind of ends there. Yeah. That's but right. Like, somehow he figures out in that small amount of time, they figure out where he lives. And then they all decide, Well, we better go there. Mm hmm. Why? You don't know what he's talking about. You don't yeah. like what 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 is at his apartment that you know? You don't know anything. No, it this like this is genuinely hard to follow um because it's just so poorly edited, but yeah, they go to his apartment. That's before he dies, you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's inconsequential, but they go to his apartment. By the way, um Mike and Terry haven't met each other yet. You've just kind of experiencing them separately. 
And then when they go to the German kids, German students apartment, Mike is in there and, you know, doing investigative stuff. And Terry just bops in. She works for the, um, uh, the Department of Health, the Department of Health. Yeah, the DOH. So she's not a detective or anything because they mm-hmm. don't know what's going on yet. They call when when his eyes are bleeding and all that. They call him in because they're like, oh, does he have like a? I think they mentioned a Ebola virus or something like that. Mm-hmm. She comes in to the apartment just unannounced, and he's like, "Who the fuck are you?" And she's like, "I'm uh, from the DOH." And uh, that's when she picks up the camera, like a like a like a handy cam kind of thing, and uh, goes, "Do you have a plastic bag?" And he goes, "That's evidence." And she goes, "Yeah." And that's yeah. the, they cut the scene like that. It's just right. such a fucking and wild it, scene. And like, it's not like she. It's not like she picked it up like an idiot. She picked it up like with a pen and was yeah. holding it by the strap and was like, "Yeah, I know it's evidence. I'm holding it like it's evidence. I'm not getting any fingerprints on it, you asshole." <laughs> but she's also not a cop. Like, don't touch things no. at a crime scene. Um, yeah, also not a cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they they go there. They do police things, and and there's a dead girl in the tub. And her eyes are bleeding, too. Uh, and then then that's when she's like, it might be a virus or something like that. Um, you know, th- they need to get back. They get this call as they're kind of, you know, investigating investigating this and they take the camera and stuff. They get this call that's like, you got to get back to the station right now. And then that's when they get back and the, and the German kid is dead and murder 48 is written on the, you know, on the wall in his blood. He has presumably done this. So then like a bunch of hazmats come in and stuff. And Terry says they're probably, you know, already infected, but just kind of acts like Mike is kind of being a douche for being concerned. Like he's like, wait, we're already infected. Like, should we have hazmats on? And she's like, you're you're already you're probably already infected. He's like, what? And she's like, fucking cool it. Like she's pissed at him (laughs) for being concerned. But then like really quickly, they're like, no, never mind. It's not a virus, which should have been the end of the movie for her. (laughs) Yeah, she should be out the fucking door. Um, But then you you start to get these these scenes of like this creep, like recording people with a handy cam and Terry and Mike seem like they're a lot of times just part of two entirely different conversations that are happening independently, but have been edited together. Mm -hmm. It's, it is like, you honestly don't know who they're talking to sometimes. They don't seem like they're talking to each other. And they just may not have even been on set at the same time. It really felt like that. It really felt like that. Um, you, you start to get these, these first person kind of not first person, but like, you're not seeing his face. Of, of the doctor and he's he's recording people and he's creeping around he tries to lure this not tries he does lure this theater employee you know she she's working the ticket counter at a theater like a movie theater and and he's creeping on her and you know lures her you know basically says like yeah hey, you could be a movie star or whatever she's like yeah cool so she comes and you know to his fucking creepy lair but um mike and terry watch the German couple's camcorder, um, you know, when the German guy and her together and it shows the German, you know, couple, these, these couple of students were doing some, you know, some browsing on the WWWs, uh, before she died. And, uh, it's like, it's also horrible. Like the, there are more, like I see videos on TikTok on a daily basis that are like more believable than his performances, but they (laughs) apparently stumbled onto, you know, uh, 
you know, fear.com.com. Um, and then what happens is when you go on the old www.fear.com.com, you get like a little flash that happens and they don't really expect, you don't really, um, I guess explain it entirely, but you go on there and there, you know, there's this creepy voice ladies like, what are you here for? What do you want to fucking do? Blah, blah, blah. Like saying all these like really vaguely sexual things about like almost BDSM type of language. And then you're seeing like creepy things pop up on the screen and like, you know, almost looks like surgery videos kind of thing. But they're like all dubbed over with like this, you know, creepy industrial you know, flash filter or something. <laughs> and, and it's like all the, uh, it's like watching the, the montage from event horizon, you know, <laughs> yeah. where, where they show all the hell scenes from event horizon. They just do yeah. that, but with a blue filter over. <laughs> yeah. And then like close up on an eye and then like, like you could just tell, and, and we get deeper and deeper versions of this. Um, as, as like more people go to the website, like as the viewer, you see more of it. And it's such an in, incredibly cheap, crappy uh, uh, attempt to kind of mimic what they do in the ring when you watch the tape. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it's just like they're trying to make it like dirty and sexy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's just so fucking lame. Yeah, it's it starts as like dirty, sexy, industrial nine inch nails video. It does. It feels like a Nine Inch Nails video. You're 100% right. Yeah. But by the end of the movie, like you're getting all these clues about the first murder and like where uh, her body is. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, you, you mean f- like the ring in the well, but it's not a well. It's in a, it's a, another water place. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a cooling so, tower. Who gives a shit? Cooling, you know how, you know, we'll get to that. But guys, uh, steel mills don't have <laughs> nuclear cooling Mm-mm. towers. Anyway, Mm-mm. um. <laughs> So the theater girl, she goes to meet the, you know, the creepy doctor, uh, which she thinks he's a director and he chloroforms her uh, and then, you know, records, you know, her and, you know, sets off a bunch of strobe lights and listens to Rammstein, um, which as yeah. Yeah. Which, oh, boy, that's not so great today because like uh, uh the lead singer of Rammstein just really got a lot of accusations leveled against him. Oh, really? For, yeah, for doing a lot of similar things. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah that, I mean, like drugging women and shit. Feels like it checks out, you know. Um, you know, and not not to not to paint a picture. Uh, you know, if you don't know somebody, but you know what? Here, my surprise. This is my surprise face right now. Um, but. Uh, you know, so at this point, Terry's boss, who's just an inconsequential character at works at DOH, apparently he has the thing wrong with him where his like eyes are bleeding um, and he's not hiding it well. But Terry's dumb as a fucking box of rocks, so she doesn't notice it. Um, but apparently he went to the, the bad WWW too. Mm-hmm. Not WW2, WWTO. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go to WW2. He went to w, the bad WWW. Also, so I, I did find this funny because he's kind of questioning Terry and he's like looking out the window and you can see his like eyes and nose bleeding as the viewer. But Terry's just like, why are you looking out the window? He's like, I'm just tired. And then they're like, what happened to your computer? He's like, I was broke, had to take it to the computer doctor, you know, or whatever <laughs> dumb shit he says. Yeah. And he just sent the monitor. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> again. Right? 
Nobody knows how technology works. Like he just sent the monitor. You could tell he just got scared and threw the monitor away or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, Turnbull is his name, by the way. That's her boss. Um, so he's just really into smoking and he's really bad at smoking. Mm-hmm. And he really chews the scenery with that cigarette. Boy, howdy. Um, <laughs> he goes to the the abandoned, uh, you know, steel mill slash furnace, uh, as one does to smoke. And he sees the apple child from before. And uh, and this is one of my favorite. I'm sure you caught this, this editing uh, uh, mishap here where he takes the cigarette and he like I said, he's just he is just making love to this cigarette just on screen. He is just chewing the scenery with it. He takes it like cigarette out of his mouth and puts it back in like five times. And I think and one of the cuts they show the same cut twice, like just back to back. Like he takes a cigarette out of his mouth. Yeah. Then it cuts over to this doorway where you see the Apple girl and you come back and it's the same, it's like the same motion. Three yeah. second clip of him taking the cigarette out of his mouth again. It's so jarring and fucking horrible. Um, but he's just obsessed with smoking, but he, he apparently doesn't know how to smoke. And, and I think that's why he's so upset. I don't know, but he just only like, in his ashtray or just a bunch of whole cigarettes like he doesn't now, smoke them i don't think i don't know it's weird now this set off my columbo alarm <laughs> okay all right all right <laughs> because there's an episode of columbo where george hamilton is the guest star and he has decided to kill somebody who's a smoker so what he sure. does is he laces a bunch of cigarettes with uh with poison and poisons sure. his friend with the cigarettes now, okay. when Columbo comes to investigate, he realizes that George Hamilton has switched out the cigarettes in the ashtray because the ones in the ashtray, he just burnt down. He didn't stub out. Ah, and he goes, sure. those weren't those weren't actually smoke smoke. They just were left to burn. Whereas mm-hmm. when you smoke them, you stub them out. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, I got a few questions for you because <laughs> how come you didn't stub out your cigarettes when you just put them in the ashtray? Yeah. But instead, uh, a ghost <laughs> makes him crash his car. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole thing missing from this, too, because it's supposed to be that the ashtray catches on fire and starts a fire in his car. But you never see that happen. That would have made so much more sense. Instead, what happens is he's startled by the apple child and he drops a cigarette. He gets in his car. Apple child comes up and goes, knock, knock, knock on his on his window, scares him. He drops a cigarette and literally goes hot, hot. (laughs) Yeah, he does hot pants, (laughs) (laughs) which I loved. And it's just like a fucking three stooges bit. And then the car fills with smoke from that one cigarette, which, yeah, it should have been a, a, a you know, because his ashtray's full and, yeah. and fires up. Like, that would have made sense, but no, that's not what happens. And you hear it in the sound design, too, I'm pretty sure. You hear, like, the, that stock ignition sound. Really? Like, of like Yeah, yeah, like that yeah. foosh, that foosh. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you hear the foosh, and then, like, it fills up with smoke. And I was like, okay, the ashtray is supposed to be on fire, but they never show it. Like, yeah, it just looks like in the scene that he drops a cigarette and like his, you know, floorboards were soaked in, you know, kerosene or something. Right. Like you don't see it, but you just see the car fill with smoke. 
But then in um, the end, that doesn't matter anyway either because the fl- doesn't the, matter. The, it guns it by itself and runs into a fucking wall. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter because yeah, the car just speeds itself into the wall. It reminded me that it's always sunny. Uh, clip where they <laughs> are going to bail out of yeah. Dee's car and they just slam it. I thought you were going to uh, bail out. I got scared. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he gets ejected out of the car. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, after slamming into the wall and he just, the fun thing was that like he, he had plenty of time and apparently they talk about later that being in a car accident was like his biggest fear. Um, the, 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 the ring, um, you know, the tape, uh, in this one, it's not, you know, instead it's, it's the website. It apparently kills you with your worst fear sometimes, sometimes most of the time uh like they talk about earlier like (laughs) one of my favorite lines this is jumping way in but it's so relevant here is they're like (laughs) they're like oh he killed her with knives knives were (laughs) 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 oh my god i almost pissed myself because they're like his his biggest fear was getting in a car crash Perfect fear was knives. The other one that got me was God. Was you find out the German girl? Her biggest fear was drowning, (laughs) and then Stephen Dorff points that out. He's like, "Well, she didn't drown. She just you know hit her head and died." And and then Terry's like, (laughs) "One of the but she died in water." (laughs) Yeah. One of the main characters is poking holes in the plot. Um, But yeah, I forgot about that. She goes. She he didn't drown. She's like, yeah, but died in water. She died kind of in cut, water. Aha. Good, good enough. <laughs> oh my god! It's Got such, you there. Like, the movie doesn't even like itself. You know. Uh. Uh-uh. Um. Not in the least. Yeah, but he doesn't even. He apparently is scared of car crashes. That's like a huge phobia for him. But inst- he never puts a seatbelt on, and even in all the time he has to put a seatbelt on, as the car is speeding towards the wall. He just flails. He never puts a seatbelt on and then gets ejected out of the window. Um, that's just one of the fucking best scenes in the movie. It's so asinine. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ralph Nader says, I told you so. <laughs> yeah, I should. it's against the law. Buckle up. Um, but anyway, uh, meanwhile, they determined that the German girl died of a heart attack slash brain hemorrhage because of too much adrenaline. That's what happens, I guess, mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, so not the Not water. drowning. Not yeah, drowning. Or, yeah, it's just it's so fucking dumb, um, which the Internet does all this. The Internet gives you a heart attack and simultaneous brain hemorrhage because it gives you too much adrenaline that the, the Internet does. Um, the WWW is mm-hmm. um, they find Turnbull and then bring him back, you know, bring him back in and, and uh, you know, to the morgue. And then and, and the whole thing happens in like five minutes, like all within the same day. Like somebody found him, you know, called, they took him back. He was already in the morgue by the time that Terry got back to the fucking office. But, um, uh, <laughs> I love the, the, when they go and talk to, to Turnbull's wife and, uh, and they're basically, he's, she's just like, yeah, he had a bad case of the computer spookums basically <laughs> like and she's like not that broken up about the whole thing either not terribly no you can tell this is like an old loveless marriage because she's yeah. like 
yeah i don't know he got scared by the computer and like was saying he was seeing shit i don't know he's dead now <laughs> yeah. yeah he's been at, she's like yeah he you know he always you know works really he's always works too much and stuff but uh yeah, I don't know. He had some sort of computer spook and then been acting wild. And now he's dead. <laughs> it's his wife of like 40 years or something. Um, Somebody sent him a fucked up jib jab and it like scared him a bunch. Spent him for a fucking loop. Um, yeah, his fucking so now life the- started tail spinning <laughs> after getting a jib jab evite. I just am imagining the jib jab. The heads on it are all fucking Udo Kyer here or whatever his name is. Um, yeah, so now this this bad site has videos of of the theater girl, you know, in, 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 that was abducted in the snuff film, and you first see the doctor, which is which is Stephen Ray, um, from which you probably know him. I didn't mention you probably know him from from uh, you know, unless you're British, because I think he does a ton of like British uh, TV series and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. he's on V for Vendetta. I think a lot of people would know that. Yeah, I think I think also, uh, you know, he's in some of the underworld movies, so people might recognize oh, okay. him from there as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I saw one of those in the theater one time. Um, but uh, so there's this whole like dialogue and conversation um, with you know. So it, I guess is this the this is the point? I'm I'm gonna make sure I don't get mixed up. This is the point where they take the computer to uh the computer wizard who's karen right that's karen so is her name karen i don't know i i didn't remember anybody's fucking names no denise i think denise Denise is denise yeah denise Denise is computer wizard yeah who's karen then i don't know you made that one karen i might have made that one up i swear there was a karen apparently not um (laughs) maybe you're just like somebody's acting like a karen (laughs) yeah i guess so um but uh, you know so i also this like was there such thing as a like a live stream in like 2001? You know what I mean? Like I, I really didn't didn't think like webcams and stuff were really that much of a thing in you know that early on. I, I don't know. Maybe well, I'm wrong. well, I think so. I mean, because uh, American Pie would have come out in uh, 2001 or 2000, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole thing yeah, was I that they were so. they were live streaming. Yeah, American Pie's from '99, so they were live streaming. Okay, Shannon Elizabeth in that right. one scene. So that's probably where they stole that from, whether it's you know accurate or not. Yeah, it would have been quite new technology, I guess, then for the mm-hmm. average user, at least. But um, anyway, so after all this, Detective Mike says we got to check out these computers. <laughs> um, literally, quote. I didn't make that up. <laughs> um, so Terry watches the the uh the tape again uh of, of the german couple and there's a flash the german kids saw on the screen and then they died ex- and she checks the time stamp and they died exactly 48 hours later so in case you didn't see that coming um they go take to to denise who's what I, who i called carrot earlier denise is a forensic programmer is what they call her um, and basically she's she, you know she looks on the computer with her you know matrix simulator um, cause everything's like industrial and, uh, and, 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 you know, she's, she's got that, that hacker apartment that was in every, <laughs> you know, movie around this time. Um, and she finds, you know, fear.com.com and she sees all the WWW spookums as well. And on the site and the scary sex and the giant cockroach comes out of her doohickey and she smushes it. And that's, 
that's just happens that all just, happens just to be clear uh, when you say doohickey you don't mean her vagina no 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 i mean her like her uh her it's like her like her computer tower yeah it's like her computer drive it's not coming yeah. out of yeah i just wanted to make that clear to the audience oh doohickey doohickey's not a slang term for vagina is it could be um yeah I guess anything could be, could be. <laughs> yeah um but then the sexy evil internet lady starts talking directly to denise on the fear.com.coms and uh and, and she types in the hot box which they keep showing it and they call it the hot box but that's basically just like the chat box i guess yeah um and says how do you kn-? but <laughs> why the hot box just cracked me up um but how do you know my name and and then it shows her more spookums and uh and then they're back to the doctor with the real bad american accent which really really you got a it was on full display in this scene um who's torturing oh karen is is the the person that she that got picked up from the theater that's karen is it i think so yeah yeah so that's that she's torturing karen he's torturing karen still and and basically just explaining in very direct like terms with zero subtlety that he's a sociopath by defining exactly what a sociopath is yeah. essentially in this scene um it, it's just you know i think this is where you said like they kind of bite on seven a little bit they kind of try to show that the the doctor has some sort of like misguided uh uh like his own set of weird misguided like principles almost that mm-hmm. he follows um so that's what you're kind of almost like the john doe character from seven a little bit yeah i mean it's it's like it's this character and then just just the overall way this film is shot because mm-hmm. it's you know again it's also a detective thriller and mm-hmm. it's always more or less always blue tinted and it's almost more or less always raining which is yes, the same thing in seven all the yeah. time yeah same thing in seven you know seven it's always raining so in la too wasn't it supposed to be in la Seven, uh, seven yeah seven is, i think is supposed to be either la or chicago right yeah i don't and know then, i just remember it always well wet and i just made the connection why the hell is it always raining in la mm-hmm. anyway um so get back back to to denise she's feeling kind of crazy sexy cool at this point <laughs> um she's you know really kind of getting curious on the on on the fear.com.com sees the apple ball uh and and the apple child you know kind of carrying it and and then it melts into bugs i guess i think what they're trying to suggest here is that her biggest uh fear is bugs Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah so like like literally at one point like a giant madagascar cockroach crawls out of her computer and she just smushes it and goes back to the interwebs my wife is horribly afraid of bugs specifically spiders and if she saw one, a giant one on her desk beside her when she was working, like she would run out of the house and probably burn the house down behind her <laughs> for it to be your worst, your worst fear. And then you just kind of smash it with your hand and then just go back to your business is just it. It made it so I did not pick up on the biggest fear thing until way later in the movie. Like, it's just not really a relevant part of the plot. No, not um, at all. Uh, yeah because the first two characters well the first three characters that die you don't know what their biggest fear is like what was udo kier's biggest fear they never tell you trains 
trains. Thomas Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, Thomas the Tank um, Engine had a real. <laughs> you know, his biggest fear was is uh, something happening to him that might make him drop his book. Oh yeah. <laughs> Or maybe the dog. Ah, oh no, dog. he was kind of no. He was only kind of afraid of dogs. That's why the dog didn't do anything. It's just like he's like, mm, I don't love that, but trade is worse. <laughs> the only thing I'm a more scared of than dogs is trains. They're like big dogs on tracks. They're like big metal um, dogs. <laughs> big metal dogs. Um, uh, well, another great quote from from Detective Mike. He's got so many of them. It's a live cam death site. <laughs> I don't know why that killed me too. I love that. A live cam death site. Um, anyway, uh, you know, Terry read the book, you know, from the first, from, from what's his name, uh, from Udo's character, uh, you know, from the subway. And it apparently told her what bar Frank Bryant would be in. Frank Bryant was one of the other, like, I guess, uh, was the other author of the book that, Udo was carrying. He was carrying his own book, and the other person is Frank Bryant. Mm. Apparently, they knew where to find him, yeah. and exactly what bar he drank in, but they have no fucking idea where the doctor is. Um, and honest question: Was Frank getting blown in the booth? <laughs> I think was that we were supposed but, to think. I think we're supposed to think that, but also there's just a chance that he was just laying down having a makeout. He could have been, but there was definitely a, a sex worker that popped up and he was laying down and they were both down in the booth. So, right. Yeah, yeah potentially. But, uh, you know, it, 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 you know, they tried to pretend it's kind of like a, a little bit of like a seedy honky tonk type of bar, but not seedy enough where someone's getting a BJ in the back and no one cares. You know, what right. I mean? In the middle of the like late. It seems like it was late morning. You know, they really um, tried to make this look like the sleaziest New Orleans bar. Yeah, but we're not in New Orleans. No, we're not. And they literally, I think, had like Cajun music playing too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I forget. There was just some other things about it, like, like the wood was all old, and just they just Mm -hmm. tried to make it like the oldest, sleaziest bar that they've ever been to. And I think, I think, because this film was filmed in like partly in Europe, partly in Canada, it was Mm -hmm. probably just like an old European or French bar. Some yeah. shit like that. And they just put some people wearing cowboy hats in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And apparently this guy invented the Internet. I don't know. Um, or partially <laughs> invented the Internet. I don't know. Um, but he explains that he and the and the dead guy, Polidori, um, hypothesized that the Internet can take and store and transfer energy. But just this one, but just one site like one s- potential site could do this. Like, I, I, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Um, was it, but, or was it that they just found that there was one site that did it? Like, yeah, it's like, it's they, almost like the internet, like became like, not, not sentient or self-aware, but it's like almost like the internet evolved technologically in a way that it had that capability. And then, one site just did it or did the victims do it yeah like initiate this you don't you know you never find that out it's never explained at all it's, it's so much easier to just give the gremlins two explanation of like yeah the ghost is energy and then it can just travel the internet well That's at all. some point later uh i 
think Detective Mike says something about like the they're in the wires or something. I forget. <laughs> I think I wrote it down. But we haven't gotten that far. Um, but Denise, the the cyber hacker, she's losing her shit at this point. She's drawing fucking ones and zeros everywhere, and 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 then you know a bunch of of giant fucking roaches show up. Um, the music is just so dumb throughout these sequences mm-hmm. too. It's just so up and down. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, Denise jumps out of her apartment window onto the car that Mike and Terry are arriving in. Um, and, uh, and yeah, her cat doesn't give a shit about that. Um, luckily Terry knows everyone's fears and knows that they're dying of their worst fears. Like <laughs> they knew about the water thing. <laughs> Apparently knew Denise, of, you know, just Terry has this intuition where she knows what everyone's worst fears are. And I hypothesize that Terry is actually the girl in the internet and she's the fucking, she's, she's the creator of fear.com.com. Mm-hmm. I really wanted that to be the ending, um, but it, it doesn't come to no. fruition. No, I think it's just more likely that Terry works for the Department of Health and she mm-hmm. just collected a, a whole bunch of data illegally on people. You know, so that's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Terry very explicitly asks Mike, don't visit the, the, the bad website. Don't go there. Which and is the he, like, most hilarious thing because <laughs> then he does. They don't even know each other. Right. Well, and also, like, why does she care about it? They just met that day, and now they're, like, their relationship is never earned or even oh, explained. No. no, never earned. Even at all. But they had, like, but somebody played the touching music cue in the background, so they had the hug and, like, caress. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, like, hugs her and comforts her and then, like, puts her to bed. Yeah. And none of that makes sense with the, where their relationship was at in the movie. Not at all. Like they just met that day, but like feels like two hours ago. He was like, why the fuck are you on my crime scene? Now he's like hugging her and comforting her and putting her to bed in her apartment. Yeah. Uh, it just that doesn't doesn't make any fucking sense. But then Mike immediately, of course, very first thing he does is go go and hot boxes the old fear dot com dot com literally one second after telling her that he's not going to do it. Yeah, um, I'm not going to let this stranger tell me what to do. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I know we're best friends now and I think we're married, but you don't tell me not to hot box shit. <laughs> he he does one one flirty thing and it's when she gets a ticket on her car that's parked outside of the police station while she's there oh, on official police yeah. business. And his flirty thing is, oh, you know that ticket? I can take care of that for you because I yeah. got that kind of power. He goes, hey, baby, you want me to abuse my power real quick? Like, yeah. that's his most romantic thing he does. Um, Yeah, so so um, Mike goes on the, the, the fear.com.com and, you know, he, he's getting all these, like, now it's starting, you know, the, the little dialogue at the beginning from the, the internet lady, you know, Mrs. I'll call her Mrs. WWW. Um, she, she's like, do you like to watch? Do you want to hurt me? Like saying all this shit. And he's like, no, dog. And then um, she says she flat out tells him he has 48 hours to find her and play, like play the game or something. Um, and then. Mike gets the little web flashies uh, in his eyes and and now he's got to find, you know, Mrs. WWW in 48 hours or his brain and heart will explode. <laughs> it's the ring, but so fucking dumb. So basically. dumb. And like, did we ever figure out what his fear was? 
Um, commitment? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually have no fucking idea. Changing his clothes? Yeah. Um, taking a shower? I don't know. He's just so fucking greasy. Getting shot by a World War II weapon? <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, so so the apple, the little apple ball is, is, is following... Uh, Detective Mike at this point. So you know he's 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 on the hook here. So much of this episode is like n- not the styling, but some of the camera tricks are literally from like reminding me of Goosebump, the TV series. Mm-hmm. Like they do the tilt the camera and then stretch something and it becomes scary. Like yeah. it's literally the same camera tricks you get on like on a shit yeah on, i literally in goosebumps like some of these same, same exact camera tricks yeah like it everything in this film feels outdated even for 2002 mm-hmm. like and we haven't got to the special effects yet but it's like it is it is abysmal just to even look at this thing yeah and at the end it, it does seem you know spoiler alert it does seem fitting that well the, the you know the the main antagonist at the end does die I think he ODs on bad CGI. Like, yep. That's what kills yep. him in the end. Um, but anyway, um, so Mike, you know, runs into a lady in the elevator that makes his brain shake. I don't know. And then <laughs> Ter- Terry wakes up and and knows he did the naughty bad dot com. Like she knows he did it. Um, and then Mike pulls a real pot calling the kettle black situation by telling Terry not to go on the site. Um, and then she and, and- does it. <laughs> And then she does it immediately, like while he's being taken out in an ambulance. And uh, he explains that victims can, quote, live in the wires. <laughs> That's what I like that one a lot. Um, and I'm convinced at this point, like by this point in the movie, I'm convinced that the people who made this movie literally have zero idea what the Internet is and probably still don't. Yeah, you're like not they, wrong. It, it feels like they were like, the internet might as well have been, you know, th- threads to me. You know, when I'm like, I don't know what it is. Is it like a Instagram or Twitter? Like they were like that, but for the whole internet. Yeah, it um, it, it just doesn't. It's it's so funny because uh, this week I have watched this movie and Death Spa. I was a, I was a guest on. They called they called this movie this week or last week. Right. Right. So you yep. can you can go check out that episode. We're talking Death Spa on that show. Um, That's a fun one. But this movie and Death Spa have so much in common that it's like upsetting. <laughs> Both are about ghosts inhabiting computers. Both are about people who have no idea what the fuck technology is or what it does. <laughs> and both have doctors who carry Lugers for no reason at all. <laughs> A doctor always carries a Luger. So, like that that's just a that's just a James Bond, I feel like thing. You know what I mean? Like if you're a if you're a doctor, if you're an evil doctor, you have to carry a Luger. Yeah. Um I even made note of that when I read that. I was like, was that a Luger? Like, yeah. Like, on his back and um so here's a quick question. How did Terry know where Mike was and that he went on the site? Well, didn't she like, go to, she went to the hot he went to the hospital right because he yeah he but how had, did like, she know shake. that yeah but did she just assume that that was from the bad website i guess probably i mean why else would he just be shaking in a hospital bed for no reason i don't know uh, if some if you saw somebody shaking in the hospital bed would you think 
seizure or evil website got in their brain? I mean, I would ask, <laughs> I would ask first. It's like, do you have a history of epilepsy? Do you have a history of going to www.fear.com.com? But again, remember, um, Terry works for the Department of Health, so she's already seen his file and knows he doesn't have a history of epilepsy. I appreciate that you are like an apologist for this movie. I am drunk. <laughs> uh, correction, I am drunk. Um, regardless, uh, she immediately goes on the site immediately. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and then they keep using the site, uh, you know, basically as a fucking ass Jeeves at this point, and it never works out. Uh, but they <laughs> keep ghosts. doing it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they ghosts, can cats going. have pancakes? <laughs> yeah. And then he, they're like, do you want to hurt me? They're like, I take that as a no. Mm. Um, but, you know, Terry then has the spinny, shaky internet flashies too, of course, because she went on the bad website. They show, you know, more and more of the images, like the kind of like snuff filmy images that are happening here. Um, and it's just like, again, it's just a really poorly ripped off, you know, version of, of the, the, the video from the ring. Um, uh, Jeffrey Combs really chewing the scenery uh, when he is on screen, which I love. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, you, he, it's it's like telling a you know, fish not to swim. You get this guy on the screen. He's going to fucking <laughs> lay it out there. Um, but, but, uh, uh, there's now blood exploding out of files and, and, and Jeffrey Combs character says some nonsense thing that should have been cut like along with the lines that would have made what he said made, make sense. It was, it was like, so, it was so out of nowhere and yeah. he, like, he basically like he hits on her, right? Yeah, kind yeah. of, but like. Just so the, the scene was so mangled, like in the it, with with the editing that it just makes I and to say it makes no sense almost sounds like a hacky, but like it literally it just makes no sense. Yeah, you can almost see where they cut stuff out that made it not make sense. Yeah, it, it, it feels completely hacked up because it goes mm -hmm. from the two of them like investigating this thing on Mike's mm -hmm. desk and yeah. then uh, Combs says something off color like yeah and it's totally unmotivated as well and it doesn't fit with right. what they were just doing and yeah. she replies well shut the fuck up which is like <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. it's just the whole scene was just like an absolute fucking hack job um then Terry goes again not a cop she goes to or an investigator or anything, but she goes to one of the victims of of the doctor, previous victims, um, homes and talks to her mother and shows, you know, and she shows her pictures of, you know, it's the apple child that we've been talking about. Um, and apparently she was a hemophiliac, which made her hair white, question mark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if we know where hemophilia comes from, it's from inbreeding. So, mm. <laughs> ah, gross kid. There's, that's true. That was a real uh, uh, Habsburger yeah, syndrome exactly. situation. It's a real Habsburg um, royalty problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, the mom's accent is great. It, it shows, it's just like, it's just such a forced, weird accent. It's like, where do you live? A different place than all these other people. <laughs> they, like but, I said, it was filmed in Europe and it was filmed in 
Canada and it's like it's filmed all over the place. And I, I don't know if we've gone past the scene or not, but there's mm-hmm. a scene where Terry's interacting. I think it's when she's interacting with somebody at the hospital asking where Mike is. Mm-hmm. And the lady who's behind the receptionist desk there, I think she's completely ADR'd because. Oh, yeah, we're not we're not there oh, yet. Okay. But she's like, if you're going to if you, what does she say? She's like, because because Terry's line is fucking fantastic. And I, I have it written down later. Um, but then she goes like, well, where the hell is she? And she's like, ma'am, if you're going to not com- not calm down and you're going to have to leave. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's completely ADR. Yeah, like her whole dialogue is ADR. And I can only imagine it's because it was someone who did not do anywhere near an American accent. Yeah, you're probably right. I didn't realize it was shot in Europe. I'm sure that's why. Um, the accents are just all over the fucking place. But she does show a picture of the steel mill and she's like, oh, that's the old mill right up the road. And <laughs> like in case it could get any more predictable. Right. But, uh, Terry, of course, goes to the steel mill and asks this like blind. It's an abandoned steel mill. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's this like blind homeless woman that's just like watching a tv that's not plugged in and terry just like busts in on her which is fucking rude but um she asks where is she and the woman points to just this like pool of stagnant water and terry says no for some reason and then dives in (laughs) you know what i'm talking about when she just goes yeah yeah. again it was just why did she say no right why did she say no it, she, she just looks at it, she goes oh uh, no it's like it's not it's not a it's not it would be inappropriate to say no is what it, it is because like right it, it if it was it felt a, like something i cut out yeah if it was a comedy movie that's where the no is appropriate because like you reveal mm-hmm. to somebody oh you got to go dig and poop and they go oh no but it's yeah, not appropriate here like, <laughs> No, and she doesn't even say it like that. Right. She just says like, "No." Yeah. Well, she's not. A- <laughs> Gets the live. She's not a good actor. No, yeah, yeah, she's terrible. Um, but she is a professional diver, which is very convenient in this instance because she she dives into this very clearly very cold water. It's like cold weather out. It's pitch black. She has no gear at all, but she goes to this like extended deep dive with her eyes open, and she could see in this like murky water. Um, the whole thing is just wildly unbelievable, but, you know, of course she finds the body underwater, you know, in this like fucking industrial labyrinth. She finds it in like 20 seconds, Mm -hmm. like one breath. She finds it. And then she swims the corpse, the whole way to the top. And then the corpse like lunges at her kind of, you know what I'm talking about? The corpse like turns its head and like, yeah. Yeah, it gives is you, that supposed it, to be like water expelling or like it's never explained? No, you're like, oh, something supernatural is happening. Like this. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just supposed to be like or something. Yeah, it's just supposed to be like a shitty jump scare. Uh, it's not so, supposed to be. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't make any fucking sense. No, but, again, it doesn't make sense because we don't know what Terry's greatest fear is either. Like that's her true. greatest fear is diving for corpses. Corp- <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, just corpses. Weird. In yeah. General. Um, yeah, Terry does this quick like spaz out at the hospital attendant thing. She's like, "Where's Detective Mike?" And they're like, um, "Excuse me." And she's like, "God damn it! Tell me where the fuck he is." <laughs> and then she's like, "Ma'am, you're gonna need to calm down, like, or I'm gonna have to ask you to leave." I think is what she says. And then like again, it's super eighty yard. Um, but he gets she gets to Mike's hospital room, and 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 I guess like. 
Mrs. WWW calls her and asks if she's going to find her and play the game like at in the hospital room. And this is my favorite line in the movie. I can't. I can't. I rewound it like three times. Uh. Terry goes all one sentence. There's no pause. There's no nothing. She just goes, leave me alone. Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) So wait. This is also in my notes. Would you like her to leave you alone? Or do you want to know where she is? Which is it? This was also in my notes. Uh, What a... (laughs) What a baffling fucking thing. Oh, and it's right before she sees like the little apple ball thing. So like now shit's starting to, you know, go crazy in Terry's head. The WWWs are getting her. But leave me alone. Where are you? (laughs) It's such a fucking beautiful line. Oh, it's so perfect. I feel like that's something I'm going to yell at somebody in the future. (laughs) Like, leave me alone. Where are you? That sounds like such a, it sounds like such a good thing for, I'm going to have to keep that in my back pocket for like the next beer fest I go to. And I'm just trying to find friends. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> Where, are, Where you? are you? Just holler at the top yeah. of your lungs. Uh, so now the computer lady is like full on in Terry's head at this point. Um, and, and she's, you know, basically exploring Freddy Krueger's fucking crash pad, you know, which is which is the I guess is the. The, uh, no, it's not. It's not the mill. Where is she at at this point? I don't fucking know. I don't know how they figure out this location. It is. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. I watched this over over two days. Um. And and full disclosure, I'm embarrassed to say this. I bought it for a dollar ninety nine the first time ew. on Amazon Prime. Um. And then, uh, but I have like free movie, you know, free like download credits for sure. Amazon from you know having like an Amazon credit card or whatever. Yeah. And then, so it's it was free, but then I went back and I had let like too many days go by since the first time I started watching it. So I had to buy it again. Oh God! <laughs> to watch like the first twenty last twenty minutes, I mean, it was like two dollars, but still, um, it's it, it. I don't feel good about it. Do you, um, you do you want to make you, want me to make you feel worse? Yeah, yeah. It's free on Pluto. I know. I didn't realize that. I didn't look it up. Uh, I just did my whole, like, you know, search function on my... Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, the... Just a, uh, here, just a quick tip for the audience. Anytime you want to yeah. watch a movie, what you do is you go yeah. on the Google, and you just type in the name of the movie, and you type in watch, and Google will just give you a list of all the places of it's streaming. It all the places it's streaming. You can decide. I saw that it was on free on Pluto, but I've never had Pluto and I don't know what it is. <laughs> so I, you know, I could probably just download Pluto. I don't really know. What I, I watched is, it so. on the desktop, so it was fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so apparently the body she found, that was the computer lady. Um, anyway, everything in the place, which that's why I think it was the it, I thought it was the the, the steel mill, you know, but because everything's like exploding and like there's a scene it just makes no sense where just shit starts to go wild like fire starts shooting out of places the wind starts blowing like all this supernatural stuff starts happening and the editing is so horrible and jarring that it's you don't even know where she is or why any of this thing is happening but then she just wakes up in a cell like she wakes up on the floor in this small room and she's just like what time is it you know what I'm talking about? I think I, 
Yeah, I think I figured out what... Like, our, where the fuck was she? What was all that? No, I think I figured out what our problem is. So, okay. the corpse is at the steel mill. Right. What they're not clear about is Terry finds a magazine on uh, Mike's desk. And on Mike's desk, it's like the... is it's about nuclear power. So the, the, right. the nuclear yeah, we didn't even get there yet. I'm just saying the nuclear power plant is a completely yeah, separate yeah. location. That's how they figure this out. But doesn't he say something about the, because no, because they, so, well, well let's get, let's, let's table that. Cause there's something that happens here in a second, which I doesn't make sense in that scenario. But Terry wakes up in this, like I said, in this cell, which it looks almost like a, like something like a cell you'd see in like an insane asylum. But then there's just these people like around her, just like looking at her. And I think what it was, was that she like fell asleep or blacked out at the steel mill or something. And then like these random people are just looking down at her when she wakes up. Just like more homeless people showed up. Yeah, I guess. And she's like, what time is it? And then she goes back to her apartment and nothing is explained and Mike is there. Right. And they both they're both like, you know, quote unquote drifting in and out. So they go to the morgue. They're like, you know, we gotta go to the morgue to explain or examine the body that she found, which somehow it got to the morgue. Or maybe oh, did she take it back to the morgue and no, then no, she no. passed out at the morgue? It's not a cell. It's a it's a elevator. She pa- she oh, pa- an- she passes out in an elevator, and the people around her are people who are trying to open up the elevator. And the el- it's an elevator. Okay, you know this is right around the time I paused it, but like I even went back five minutes before that just to like oh, so I can kind of remember where I was at, and it still didn't make any fucking sense to me. But anyway, um, I must have missed that she went into an elevator. It, it, yeah, it's, she- it shouldn't be this hard to follow. Yeah, she she she's at the hospital mm-hmm. and she's trying to yeah she's at the hospital she's trying to find mike and she finds herself in an elevator like mm-hmm. like she can't find mike because she's running around the hospital mm-hmm. and then she's in the scary basement and then the scary basement scares her and she runs into the <laughs> elevator and then the elevator <laughs> like she passes out and wakes up in it and then they go oh, and then her and mike go look at the corpse in the morgue go to the morgue right yeah. yeah and then that's when the doctor's like telling her about like what the 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 not the not the doctor the the doctor that's performing the autopsy right is explaining what the quote-unquote doctor the serial killer did to her and uh and then they find that she swallowed something and it's basically a little message in a bottle that she put in her belly right that uh uh, that says the guilty must be punished and it has an address. So on their way, you know, Mike's brains all gooed up uh, by the Internet. Maybe I don't know. And then they find, you know, I guess is his home base with all of his like serial killer paraphernalia and a bunch of corpses that he's like turned into mannequins and then Terry sees the magazine with the door that she's been seeing in her dreams, which is the door from the uh, steel mill. But it's so but it's, then they but go, it's the door f- to the nuclear power plant, actually. Oh, OK, so that's why it's it's two different places. Yeah. So then that's 
So that's not the steel mill. The steel mill is where she went and found the body. Right. But the nuclear cooling tower places is where he's actually doing his business right. now. Gotcha. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Anyway, um, Mike points his gun at fire <laughs> in a really funny scene where like fire shoots out and then he like points his gun at the fire. Um, but, you know, then you get a little scene. It's kind of a race against the clock thing here. The doctor is saying dumb shit. The dialogue that he says, they're trying to make it real like edgelord. It's horrible. And he's like, you asked. So basically he wants Karen to ask him to kill her, like torture till she begs for death kind of thing, I guess. But then he's like, you asked for death, so I'm no longer your murderer. It's like, you never were her murderer. She's still alive. Right. <laughs> what are you fucking the talking fuck? about, you moron? And how is that? Such a terrible line. And just because you asked doesn't mean that you didn't get murdered. There's a Yeah, murder is, if you can, somebody consents to being murdered, you still murdered them. Yeah. Also, um, there's a thing called duress. And if you put somebody <laughs> under duress, anything they say is null and void because you had threatened yeah. them with violence. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess this guy's not in a great state of mind, but it's that's the line made no fucking sense. Or a doctor who's um, been through medical school. He should know better. <laughs> he should know better. Come on, be better. Um, but yeah, so we're spiraling towards the end here. They bust in um, and then they're like, the cavalry's not coming. And he like points over and it's Jeffrey Combs. He's already been like <laughs> splayed out on the wall, like in this dramatic, like he's not done anything like that. In any amount of time, like, I don't know, it's just it's fucking stupid. And like, how did he uh, get he, there? He'd already killed Sykes. Yeah. And how did he get there? Like, did he kidnap Sykes or did Sykes somehow do better detective work than everybody and get there first? Well, they called him. Remember, they were like, we're here because they called Sykes when they were on their way there. Oh, yeah. Okay. And remember, he was playing cards. He's like, what are you doing? Him? Why are you interrupting him? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they called him when they were already on the way how did one he beat them there well he could have been closer whatever Maybe. but how did he beat them there go inside get murdered get displayed up on the wall right and then him get back to his other business all before they got there um unless they were driving from fucking two states over but and how did um, the doctor not set up another patreon tier for everybody to watch that guy get killed <laughs> you gotta charge extra yeah, for that on come on you're you're not that you're not about that hustle culture doc um but anyway he uh um you know mike shoots a doctor in the leg but of course doc's got the luger like he always does rolls over <laughs> pops mike right in the chest then terry stabs the doctor in the back with one of his you know surgical implements and then immediately turns her back on him um, and then gets injected then in the neck and then she gets put up on the slab where, you know, Karen was who, who, who has, you know, uh, I guess survived at this point. Um, but luckily with his dying breath, Mike logs on <laughs> to beer.com.com, uh, on the doc's computer, uh, which frees the computer lady, which zaps straight into the doctor's brain where they attack him, all the victims of the ghosts of the victims in the computer are now in his brain, and they essentially attack him with the world's worst CGI, and then he dies of CGI poisoning. <laughs> yes, he dies of CGI poisoning. He dies of an editing reel. 
because yeah. pretty much all the CGI in this is just like somebody's editing reel to get work on a tool video or a typo negative video. Like this wasn't. Yeah. Don't even don't even don't even besmirch typo negative. <laughs> it is a tool video or a or a nine inch nails you know rip off yeah. you know cover band or something they were trying to impress manson they're like hey dude yeah. i can do the cgi in your next video check this out oh yeah but yeah it is it uh, is fucking abysmal it is some of it doesn't even make sense there's one shot that stuck out to me that i was just like this is so stupid the entire film it goes on for a long yeah, time too. it goes on for a long like that's why i say it's an editing reel because you have to watch every effect like there's so many effects mm -hmm. and they want to show you all of them look at all the things we can do but yeah one of them was through the whole movie we've seen the the internet girl and her ball you know it's mm -hmm. the same thing just her and her ball over and over yeah at one point she is christ posed and she's raising two balls and it's like yeah why why two balls what the fucking this uh... because the ball one of them's just her regular ball for play one of them's death ball <laughs> the ball that eats the ball for judgment it, <laughs> yeah. yeah because they just talked about earlier on they're just like when they talked to her mom she's like she just always liked playing with that ball so like it wasn't like it was some sort of implement that you know resulted in her death or any, no. anything like that but it was just her favorite um, toy but then like as an adult she has two balls yeah she got another one because she's grown up she can buy whatever she wants <laughs> but um she did like but then he just like turns into bugs i guess in his internet brain mm -hmm. which makes actually less sense yeah. than than i am just getting murdered with bad cgi that was just that was um, just showing off how they can do instancing and an array of bugs <laughs> ugh, it was so bad so then mike dies went went uh, Terry is still bad at acting, mm -hmm. even when Mike dies. Uh, cut to Terry wakes up in her apartment and the phone's ringing. So you think she's going to pick it up and it's going to be Internet lady going, you going to come play, you know, or hey, <laughs> uh, something happened and you didn't do her good. So now you're going to die. But she picks it up. Um, and I don't know. I assume here's what my theory is, because no one's on the other line. And then she just is like, never mind, bye. And then then the end of the movie. Right. But I think what it was, was it was Mike mm -hmm. calling from the other world, mm -hmm. calling her from the World Wide Web to give her an update on her Domino's delivery. Yes. <laughs> That's what I yes. think. He was absolutely trying to like relay the packing or the tracking number for her Amazon yeah. Prime. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's the fucking movie, guys. That is uh, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www.fear.com.com. <laughs> that is it. Did it. I didn't, I didn't ask at the top of the show, but I'm going to ask now, why did you pick this movie? Um, I was looking for um, horrible movies. Mm -hmm. And normally when I go horrible, I go like fun horrible right right like i go like either not not i don't i don't love intentionally campy you know i don't mind i'll watch a velocipaster or something like that but typically or you know we've we've talked about thanksgiving and all that's fun but you know i like to watch some old weird hong kong movies and stuff like that hell yeah i just really was in the mood to watch something terrible 
that was from more recent. And I had a couple of movies that I still have in my back pocket that are from like the 2010s, like in the teens there that are really fucking bad. Mm -hmm. And in my research of one movie that I didn't remember the name of that I did ultimately find, I came across fear.com and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that. And, and full disclosure, it was going to be between fear.com and one missed call. I don't know if you've ever seen Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. Um, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to watch fear.com. Never saw it. Let's see what's up. And I started watching it and it had me at leave me alone. (laughs) Where are are you? (laughs) I just wondered if you had like some sort of like past experience with this film, because no, like I said, this is my first watch. Like my past experience was I'm pretty sure I watched some of it when it first came out and then like turned it off because it was so bad. I was watching, you know, I was I like I said, I was trying to figure out what what the the other one that I was thinking. And it was one missed call, which is, again, it's fucking terrible. Mm -hmm. But it's not this terrible. No, no. Well, I was looking at that and I was like, is this the movie I'm thinking of? And then in the, you know, research online of like, is this the horrible movie? I think it is. I saw somebody mention how horrible fear.com was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I have never seen that. I've seen it pop up, but I didn't know it was horrible. All right, let's give her a watch. <laughs> and then I was like, Jesus Christ, this has exceeded all my expectations. Yeah. Uh, just a f- another fun trivia note about this. It is the 2003 winner of the Chainsaw- Fangoria Chainsaw Award for worst film. <laughs> just worst just worst film it like it it has three awards and they're all worst film it is a truly terrible terrible movie but it is just like it's not it's not boring it kept my attention for how bad it was and you just kept going like what are they gonna do now i couldn't get enough of terry she this is one of the worst performances I've ever seen. It's so flat She's and weird. Unbelievably bad. Um, and I just couldn't get enough of it. I would watch a fear.com too if they if they brought it out, just because of how fucking entertainingly bad this movie was. I love a movie that's trying real hard and sucks ass. <laughs> um so all right. That's fear.com.com, you guys. Definitely go check it out. Do not pay for this fucking thing. Go mm-hmm. watch it on Pluto for free or or fucking tour it. Steal it. Steal it. Don't let anybody make money off this piece of shit. <laughs> they've already probably made too much. Um, um, Probably not. According to, again, back to IMDb, one real quick. Acor- mm-hmm. It's apparently was a $40 million movie. No fucking way. Forty million dollars. Yeah, and I think, and I think that's probably right because if you go back to the House on Haunted Hill, that was a thirty-seven million dollar budget film, and like it made it, it kind of made its money back. Yeah, this did not make its money back. <laughs> no oh money. my god, forty mil! At least House on Haunted Hill had like some big names in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it had a cast. This has got like, you know, Stephen Dorff. I mean, I guess maybe he was more in demand then. Like Stephen, Re- they just where did the money go? All the effects, I guess they were horrible. It, it has to be he, some sort of tax dodge. Yeah. How the fuck do you spend 40 million dollars on that piece of shit? Wow. Um, 
that's uh, that's concerning. Um, anyway, we we did it. We got a whole goddamn episode out of it, um, and it was a lot of fun to talk about. I love just absolute piece of shit like that. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, don't forget. Keep your eyes on the social medias. If you don't follow us already on the Instagrams, on the Picky Talkies, on the Twitters, and the, the whatever the fucking other thing where I learned about tonight is, go threads, go follow <laughs> us on there. We are going to vote on our August showdown episode uh, topic. And once again, uh, you know, give you something to chew on here. Best of Vincent Price best of roger corman or good scenes in bad movies so that should be a fun one for the month of august which guys august is full-on spooky season i don't give a shit what you say we're kicking off spooky season in august um gotta have at least 90 days of spooky season um so check it out on there and uh if you feel so inclined as always go on the social or i'm sorry on your uh your podcatcher apps on your on your Spotify's and your Apple podcasts and give us a five star review and then uh, let us know. Send a little DM. Say, hey, I gave you a little five star said, hey, you guys are cool. I'll send you some fucking stickers in the mail. Also, Patreon. We already talked about it. If you want to hear us talk about the fucking Fast and the Furious movies, which. I, I'm starting to soften on the idea, mm -hmm. but I really feel like by like the fourth movie, I'm going to, I think, kill myself. I'm not sure yet. No, we'll see. I, I kind of know how it's going to go. And yeah. like, yeah, right. yeah. And I think it by the fourth movie, you're going to be, you're not going to be, you know, ready to, you know, kill yourself, but you're yeah. just going to be kind of like side eyeing about like, yeah, like this hasn't done anything yet, but it's the, okay. it's the fifth movie that turns everything the around. Fifth is when, when you're five, your family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Actually, I'm not at all. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, that's it for this here mini so Join us next week, uh, and we'll talk about what that top's going to be and get another little mini so in your dang old ear holes. For the Halloween is Forever crew, I'm Brian. And I'm Steve. Go listen to me talk about Despa, and they called this a movie. Yeah, go take go listen to that as well. Yeah. And give us money on the Patreon and listen to us talk about the other thing. Okay, bye!